Project Tariyak Day 73, Mitzvah Taf Nun Beis, and let us learn Lechol Ever Minachai, not to eat the limb of a living animal, which means an animal which was detached or cut from the animal while still alive. The Pazak says, And from this we learn that you can't eat the limb of the animal while the animal is still alive. This is not the Israel eating Basar Minachai, which means even if it's not a whole organ. It's just meat from the animal which is still alive. That's also alive, and if a person would do both of these things, he get malchus twice. The second is we learn from the pasuk of basar beside the trefa, which means that a meat which was torn from the animal. And among other things, the pasuk teaches us that there's a light I say about eating meat from a living animal. The reason for the mitzvah says the chinuch is eating from a living animal is teaching a person to be cruel, which is a very despicable middle and he says there's no greater cruelty than to cut part of an animal from it and eat it in front of it and therefore part of the reason for the mitzvah of the Torah is to imbue in us good middles and to keep us away from bad middles because our toy is direct with toy and since our Baruch is good he wants us to become good as well and and connect to our middles which are good some of the of the mitzvahs are that the din of Eber Nechai applies to not just animals, but also wild animals and birds, and only animals which would a person would be allowed to eat if he rejected it. In order to be an Eber, something has to have both meat, sinews, and bones in it. But something which has all these three things is not called an Eber. However, there will be an issue there, being as an organ without a bone, without the bone, those organs which do have a bone, a person only be high if he detached all three together. But regardless, any meat detached from an animal would fall into the category of Basar and Achai, like we said previously. The shear to be five Malchus and eating is a Kazais. And uh, if there's no shear Kazais, he'd be Potter. If a person's eating a whole Aver, then the Atzamis, the bones and the sinews, are mitzvah to the Kazais. If a person separates them, then you have to eat a gazayis with a basar in order to be chayef. When we're talking about eating the whole thing together, separating, that means before a person eats it. Once a person puts a gazayis in his mouth, even though the act of chewing and swallowing will separate different particles of the food, that's called eating and therefore they will always be chayef. If by detaching this limb from the animal, the animal becomes a trefer, then if a person eats it, it be chayef twice, both are ever a chayef, and then eating meat from a trefer. Similarly, if part of the organ one detached had chaylev, which is the forbidden fats in it, the person would be chayv eating chaylev as well as every lechay, and it could be that if he made it in a trefer, he'd be chayv all three at the same time. If a limb is hanging from an animal, it hasn't even been fully detached, if it would be possible for it to be reconnected and will be re- restored to its former state, then even though it never separated and the animal was shafted would be also to eat we wouldn't get markets for that if the animal would die then we see that 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 limb looks like it would have fallen off and therefore if a person eats it it would be high and every minute high but in a case where it could be rejuvenated and recover so then if a person shafted the animal this limb would be mutter as well which wasn't severed but was crushed in a way which can't, which is no longer functional, since it's still attached to the rest of the animal, 
is not considered to be having minachai. Nevertheless, the minah of Kalisha was not to eat such, a, such an organ. If a bone breaks, if there's still a majority of the, of the skin or the meat around it covering the, the majority of the circumference of the bone, then it's mutter, then they can recover. However, if the bone breaks and now it's protruding out of the skin, then that aver is considered also. And therefore, when a person shafts the animal, they have to slice off that area which is rendered also and be allowed to eat the rest. If the bone broke and was covered mostly still by skin or by meat, then if the meat or skin covering it disintegrated, which is something a doctor who was treating it would have to shave off, or it's the meat has been also punctured, or it's too thin, too thinly spread over the bone, like just like a shell, or a very thin covering, or it started to rot inside. In all these cases, we say it's ulcer, and we want to see if, the, if it will heal. And therefore, if a person would eat them before it healed, you get chayav magas maridus. If a person would stick a knife inside the animal and cut parts of its internal organs out, such as part of the kidney, and then afterwards he would shecht it, those parts which had already been detached from the bloodstream of the animal in its lifetime would be ever menachai. However, when it comes to an uh, unborn fetus in the animal's stomach, and a person will cut it before, cut it, detach it before he shot the animal, it, be, it would not be called Ebe Menachai. The case of Ebe Menachai applies both to men and to ladies, in every place and every time. If a person is over in this and he does the Ebe Menachai, even more desirous of it, this is Chayat Malchus, and this Isra applies to non-Jews as well. The difference between Klai Israel and non-Jews is how much person is high, but the Isser that plants lunges will plant to all animals, not just to kosher animals, because since they're allowed to eat all animals, so by all of them, the restriction would apply not to eat them when they're still alive. For a Jew, the animals considered shech, the ones considered not allowed after shechita, for a non-Jew, it has to be completely dead. Mentally talks from Gimel, and that is that a person has to deal with bringing carbonus from, even from Kotlar to the base of Mikdash, uh, we learn from the Pasuk, it says, The you have or promise to bring, this you have to carry and bring with you from wherever you are until the base of Mikdash. And even though it's already been a mitzvah previously to bring all components to the base of Mikdash, this extra mitzvah comes to tell us that even animals which are coming from outside areas of Israel is also a chiv to bring them to the base of Mikdash. This is the opinion of the Rambam. The Ramban disagrees, and he says the all mitz, all korbanos, which the person has to bring to the base of Mikdash, are part of the same mitzvah. It's regardless of whether they come from Eretz Yisrael or Chutz And even though we don't dispose of Chutz Laaretz, it's not a separate mitzvah. It's one of the parts of the original mitzvah. Mitzvah Tafnun Dara. That is not to add to mitzvah the Torah. Not the Torah Shemichsav, which is what's written on the Torah Shemichsav, which precedes Har Sinai. The Pazak says, Lay Toysef Elov, don't add to the mitzvahs. Or it would be an addition, the Rambam writes, that if a person would say something which is only Asmid Rabbanan, 
would he would call it Yasa Daraisa, for example, that is Isra eating chicken with milk is only Asmir Rabbanan. If a person would elevate it to the stage and say that's a Daraisa, he's been over an Atosa. And the reverse, if some of the Torah asses and he would say it's not Asur, he's been over an Atigra. So for example, if a person would say the meat of a wild animal with milk is mutter, which is wrong about the Torah forbids us, he'd be over the Tigra because he's minimized the Isr of the Torah. A lot of the hold that the dinner of the Torah only applies to Mrs. Hasei. And the meaning is that if a person is adding to the fulfillment of a mitzvah. So for example, a person adds a fifth base to the Tfilin, or a person takes something else besides the Lulav with Arminim, or if a person sits in the sukkah after sukkah has the intention of continuing the mitzvah. And a person is only over on Baltosif if he adds more to the mitzvah and intends to do it as part of the mitzvah. So therefore, if a person is sitting in the sukkah after sukkah, so take a little after sukkah, the shame mitzvah then be over on Baltosif. However, if a person takes more of the same, so we two tefillins, or carry two lulavim, it wouldn't be Baltosif. I think if a person did the same mitzvah many times, so you'd like to check the load of a hundred times on Sukkot, or you'd play the shaykhah a hundred times on Rosh Hashanah, he's not over about Tosif. Same thing if a person would take a not kosher load of, he's not over about Tosif. The reason for the mitzvah, the Kodesh Baruch who gave us the mitzvahs, who gave us exactly what needs need our Peter Shlemus for us to do, and everything's understood by Hashem is what is commanding us because that's what Kaya Israel needs. And adding or changing them is going to ruin what the mitzvah is meant to be. This issue applies in every person in time, both men and the ladies. And the person is over in this and he adds to the mitzvahs. So for example, like we said, he adds to the amount of tefillin, which means the amount of batman tefillin. Or a person who takes two of them together, he binds them together to be with Mrs. Lulav, or he puts two tefillin on his head at the same time to be ate with both of the Mrs. Tefillin, or he sits in the sukkah after sukkahs as a way to continue the Mitzvah of sukkahs, because like we said, Baal Tosef needs Kavana that he wants to use do to add to the Mitzvah. In all these cases, over in the Slav, and if there's an action involved, he gets Marcus. A mitzvah tafsir hay is a continuation of shalani gray mitzvah Torah, which is a tigre mitzvah that is subtracting the mitzvah of the Torah, like we said previously. A mitzvah to detract from the way of fulfilling the mitzvah. So, for example, a carpenter which whose blood needs to be sprinkled on two sides of his back, and we only do one, there will be chayv on the tigre. And the same as Baltasif, not to change the parameters of the mitzvah that Hashem gave us, he who created us knows exactly what we need to do. And if we don't need to change the mitzvahs, and therefore this mitzvah like that one would apply equally to all men and, and to ladies in every place and time. Mitzvah taf nun vav, and that is not to listen to someone who claims to be a nabi of a desire, which means you don't have to pay attention to him, you don't have to ask him for a simon that he's a nabi, or a proof that he's a nabi, if he's, coming, if he's claiming to be a nabi of a desire. We look at him as somebody who is coming to suggests us to serve our desire. And if we're able to, and we can warn him, we give him the punishment the Torah gives 
for a Navi who comes to transduce from Tavay to Zara, and that is to kill him with strangulation. And the part there says, The reason for the mitzvah says the chinuch because people make mistakes, then man isn't completely bari to come to always entertain a complete emes. And therefore, if you're going to get into discussions and arguments with someone like that, it could be that the shekel that he wants to teach us, or the sign that he to give us, Bashem Vedazara, could deduce the person's argument with him. And therefore, even if he's not going to join him, it might raise a certain doubt in his mind, even momentarily, that maybe he's saying the truth, even though we know that's, that's not based what he's saying. But even that flicker for a moment that a, man, a person might accept or think what he's saying is right, then if that's the case, the Torah wants to avoid that. We won't lose that second of our lap either. And therefore, the Torah says, don't speak to them, listen to such a Navi. And this mitzvah therefore would apply in any place and time, both the men and the ladies. And of course, we open this lab and pay attention to someone who claims to be a prophet of Edizara. He's been open this lab, but since there's no action involved, he doesn't get Marcus. Mitzvah Tafman Zion is not to lab a Macy's. A Macy's is someone who's trying to seduce Jewish people to serve other religions. We shouldn't pay attention to him either. And the process is like Ta'evedai. Don't pay attention to him. But he's trying to convince the person for whatever reason to listen to our desire. And the mitzvah of is not just not to love the Mesis, but not to give up the hatred a person is meant to have for a Mesis. Science of the Torah says that Tish may love, the person should listen to him. He says, We should have a long lasting sinner for a person who is a Mesis. And then we should try to take revenge on him, try to organize to get him killed and based in, because he's a danger to the Jewish people if he's trying to convince them to serve a desire. The reason for the mitzvah, like the previous mitzvahs, is everything to distance flesh from the mistake of a desire. And also, this mitzvah therefore will apply about the meritorious in every time he's blessed. He's a tough and test, and that's not to save him, Mesis. If we see him in a case of danger to his life, the Prophet says they talk as love, don't feel compassion for him. And even if it's regulated for most Jews, the person is to try and save them in, in danger that doesn't apply to a Mesis. And it's a tough Samach, and that is not to speak up in his defense, which means even if a person will try and claim some merit on his behalf, and so he shouldn't be convicted. They shouldn't do so. Because they tachmol, don't don't act in a compassionate way to him. And not only that, Mitzvah Tafsalam Khalif is Shalai Yishtrak and Musas Mirin Amichavir Mesis. It's exactly the opposite. The person who the Mesis tried to seduce should try his best to convict the Mesis who tried to seduce him. He shouldn't keep quiet or ignore that. The problem is that the Chasir don't cover up for him. And therefore, if you have uh, evidence, which can be used to incriminate him, a person's mukhrib to come forward with it. And therefore, we see so many mitzvahs that are applied to Mesis. We see, says the that there's a mitzvah, maybe even a to hate Rishoyim. After we see that they have corrupted their ways, bemazed, and they won't listen to anybody who's going to try and bring them back according to the other. 
they scorn the words of the people who are coming to help them. And if that's the case, one has to come okay, with regarding the Pasuk, I'll hate those who hate you, Hashem, and I will argue, I will fight with those who rise up against you. Amidst the tough stomach base, and then it's the Isser not to be a Macy's, not to convince, try and convince someone from Kaya Israel to serve a Vedazara. The Pasuk says, after the punishment of the message, no one should try and do the same thing in the midst of Kaya Israel. And obviously, that's the reason we don't want to be matched in our What's considered the way that a Macy's is tries to seduce somebody to our the person says to his friend, let's go wash my Zara, or let's go bring a carbon to our or bow down to our or he says, even not in the plural, but in the singular, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, whatever it's going to be. Then that's called the Macy's. And even though it never happened, they didn't actually get as far as saving the Zara, neither the person who was a seducer or the, the person who he was trying to seduce. Nevertheless, by trying to speak like that, he's already called the Macy's. And we need to bring witnesses who were aware of this, and they bring it to Bastin and testify against him, and he gets stoned. We don't have to warn him because, since it's so clearly wrong what he wants to do, right, then the Torah punishes him without a warning. The person who was tempted, the maze attempted to work on, what he should try and do is get the message to repeat what he says in front of Adam or at least when Adam or in Yeshat so they can then be used to testify against him. Therefore if the message is wary of repeating his claim in front of Adam, a person that to hide the Adam is not aware of them and then they'll hear him what he says and basically that they'll convict him. After the message has tried to convince the other party of wanting to go for Zabar Zara, the he has to respond to him and say, how do you want us to leave Avodah Hashem? How can we do such a thing? So if the Messias recants and says, yes, you're right, or he keeps quiet even, and we can't punish him. But if he returns with his, his, to his opinion, this is what we need to do, so you should do whatever the reason might be, then that's enough of a reason to incriminate him. This is the only time when a person is allowed to hide aid him. also unique about the Messias, besides the rules brought before, one doesn't try and and find him a way, so to speak, to to be condoned. One's meant to try and convict him. There's also another deal that is the alien are the ones who have to carry out the penalty, which we find by the Chiyuvei Mises as well. But here the Torah says, Yad Chatiya the hand of the age should be the one, or the one who was he wanted to seduce should be the one to be the one to kill him. And this Isser of being a Mace applies in all times and places, both to men and to ladies. And if a person would be over this Isser and try and seduce a member of Clash or the Sabbath of Zara, he's Chayev Skiller.